Welcome to today's episode of What the Tech Just Happened. I'm Penny Conway, your host, and I have our co-host here with me, Rob McIntosh. Rob, good morning. Good morning, Penny. How are you? I'm good, except uh, another snowy day. We, we always <laughs> pick these What the Tech Just Happened on snowy days. We had two feet last time, and I think we have another two feet coming this time. Oh, that's excellent. I thought it was five inches. <laughs> it is only five inches. Oh, okay. But- Uh, last time we last week we covered uh, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the top tech gift trends of the season, and wanted to switch gears a little bit because a new year means new year, new resolutions, new personal, professional, um, and even corporate goals. And so I thought it would be interesting today if we talked about the future of people's careers because they're changing, right? (laughs) How many, how many episodes have we done around things like artificial intelligence? And I mean, we talked about retail stores a couple of weeks ago and it was scary, the kind of information that is being collected on us. Yeah. I mean, we uh, we talked, we had that whole episode on AI and uh, we start thinking about how it relates to the job market too. And as AI evolves, you know, what, what are those jobs that are coming out of it? I always think about the, the job market because, you know, I have a background in K through 12 education and watch the whole STEM thing explode uh, and getting students into coding and different coding camps and different jobs that were all around mathematics and computer science. And, they have esports directors now. I mean, there's, right, there's a nuts. new title. That is crazy. That is not an esports director e- at a school. Sports director. That's like every kid's it, dream. They have it at the high school level. They have it at the college level. Those are those are like coaches for electronic sports. And when you think like five, ten, probably just five years ago, titles like that didn't even exist. Right. Um, but all because of technology advancement in consumption of technology, creation and collection of data. Uh, it's it's a whole new world out there. And some would say the yeah. wild, wild west. <laughs> it is. Or east or north, wherever you <laughs> may wherever be. You, wherever you may live. So I um, I picked up this week a uh, an article about the uh, U.S.'s top 15 emerging jobs of 2020, according to LinkedIn. Uh, and this was published on Quartz at Work. And so I wanted to cover a couple because I thought uh, some of these were really interesting. We talked that episode of AI that you mentioned. We kind of talked about... Uh, AI taking over the world and robots, um, you know, costing people jobs and what the next, you know, revolution was going to be. Um, But, you know, robots aren't taking over tomorrow. So we do need actual people to create and run and manage the robots. That's good to know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like robots are the new people. (laughs) Westworld comes alive. Right. So uh, a couple of things. So I wanted, uh, I think when you, we won't go through all 15, but uh, my first thought was if I go down this list, is there anything that uh, doesn't require you to be a genius around data analytics or artificial intelligence? Um, because Rob, what are people like us going to do? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm retiring. I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> so uh, the first one uh, was an artificial intelligence specialist. And this has, I think, the highest annual growth rate of 74% wow. in the job market for 2020. Okay. Um, so skills unique to the job, machine learning, deep learning, TensorFlow, Python, uh, and natural language processing. Okay, so this isn't something I'm going to go out and read a book and pick up on it and 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 be able to get hired. This is this is six years, eight years of education in order to qualify for a job like that. Yes, yes. that is correct. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Okay. It, unless you have started fully down this career path, it's not something you're just going to migrate to. Got it. <laughs> I'm migrating over to be an AI specialist tomorrow. Um, but no surprise, those jobs are going to be most popular in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, New York, Boston, Seattle, Los Angeles. Um, but when you even think about um, think about retail companies and healthcare, all of those industries are going to need some sort of AI specialty to to process and and build the next phase of their business. So, so when you look at that too, you're not you're not even just talking about the technology side of it too. You're talking about the soft skills that have to go along right. with a uh, a job description like that. So they need to have you know the leadership qualities. They need to be able to um, you know have the 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 oral skills as well, so they they can do presentations. So there's a lot of those other things that need that that encompass this entire you know um, this entire job. Oh yeah. yeah. I think, um, I think the, the engineer of yesterday and the analytics people of yesterday, even, even marketing people like historically, like have, you know, uh, or I think we saw the opposite with marketing, I should say is like marketing was super creative and thinking outside the box. And there, there still is that, but now there's a huge data component to it that never existed before. So you see marketing people be more data minded. Right. And I think on the flip side with engineers and people who are in analytics, um, you're going to start seeing more of that creative personality and what they do with the data and how they create new things from that data, um, which is kind of interesting to see this, the whole shift in soft skills and hard skills. Right. And, and with, like you said, all that data mining that's going on and the data pools that are being created, um, that they're taking that information and they need to be able to utilize it in a way that's going to help the company grow. And that's why you're seeing a lot of these new opportunities and these new job titles um, spawning from all of that technology so that they can take that and then like I said, be able to grow that business um, and, and understand those analytics from marketing all the way up to uh, the, the, the top C levels. Right, right. Because you want it's and even when you think within a company, you want your your data and your marketing teams to all like chief chief data officer is one of the emerging titles going on. It, it's not on this list, but it it oh, chief uh, maybe it is. Um, but chief data officer, I think of Fortune five hundred companies. Uh, I'm trying to remember the stat I used the other day. I think there is 12, 12% 12 of Fortune 500 companies had a chief data officer in 2012. Going into 2019, 96.7, I believe, have a chief data officer wow. now. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, look at, I mean, some of the other trends too, you know, that some of the new titles that have already come, uh, that have already emerged in the last number of years, like a, a, a social media specialist. Oh God. Yeah. You know, go back. The whole strategy. Yeah. Go back 10 years and there was no such thing as a social media specialist. So now they have that. And it's just, again, that's all based on technology and those analytics and, you know, the need for that to, in order for your company to grow. 
Right. I actually, I remember being back in college and I knew a few people who were going to school for social media. I remember laughing at them, <laughs> wondering as I, I sat with my retail, my retail marketing degree. <laughs> I'm not quite sure who was laughing at who and who feels better now. <laughs> and that was, and that was 10 four dinosaur, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, okay. Looking at a couple of other of these, no surprise um, here, cybersecurity specialists. Okay. Yep. Um, we've, we've covered this extensively. It's a huge part of our um, technical technology solutions group um, here at Connection. And I think just having this is where going back to that STEM and the coding and learning all of that at a young age, that is stuff that uh, I think is becoming in every, the way we know Microsoft Office will be the way that kids understand coding and getting into the cybersecurity and being able to write code to try to get into a network, hacking for good, they call it, testing environments, um, I think is going to be a huge career. Ethical hacking, yep. Ethical hacking. Yeah, we're going to say hacking for good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ethical. And uh, as we were told by the team too, there's a a real gap in that right now. There's a real void in those, those specialists. So if you're out there listening to this right now, you may want to consider that because there's a real need in the marketplace for those cybersecurity specialists. Oh, totally. Um, The other one that really stood out to me, I've got two more that stood out to me, is um, customer success specialists. So as you were going, as I go down this list, you see um, the first one I said, and then robotics engineer, data scientist, full stack engineer. And to your point, you know, I'm not going to go and take a few online courses and become something like this. I have a certificate in that. Right. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to run all of your data and your robotics. (laughs) Take a Um, chance with me. But with all of that, with all the data, with all the cloud software, and really everything is a service, software is a service, um, no no surprise to see customer success specialist. Ah. So... Think of everyone. User experience. Exactly. So you've got all of these big companies and you've got all of these um, technical people that are creating cloud platforms and product and processing data. Um, But people like you and me who could be the customer, we don't understand the ins and outs of that. And so you need. So they need to. So you you hire all these smart people and then you need somebody that uh, comes in to dumb it down for us. (laughs) Right. And walks us through the process. And that's something that we always say. I mean, we've had a ton of guests on here from um, HPE, from Microsoft, from HP and all the others that, you know, some of their favorite words are proof of concept and pilot. And we have someone that can walk you through each of these steps and be your dedicated person to support you, um, to be that go between. So maybe the engineer isn't talking to the end user. Right. That, 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 that really is an interesting specialist that, uh, that is emerging. So, and that has a 34% um, oh, wow. uh, annual growth rate for 2020. Okay. So that's a pretty decent one. And so, uh, skills unique to that job, software as a service, obviously you have to understand that cause that's what you're going to be doing. So you could get a certificate in that, um, Salesforce, uh, customer relationship management, account management and customer retention. So that's actually a job that I think a lot of people could transfer skills to, um, just by bulking up their knowledge of software as a service. Right. Okay. Um, and then the last one I picked, this one, this one's a little out of left field, but Uh-oh. stick with me for a second. Uh, I'm ready. Well, I mean, I didn't write the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking off the list. 
uh, behavioral. And this is also the one, mind you, I think the only one on the list that does not require, as of today, a um, an advanced degree. Okay. Which I maybe I don't agree with because customer representative or account manager, um, I don't think did either. But behavioral health technician. Behavioral health technician. Okay. And what is that? So that is basically, um, so the skills unique to the job, applied behavioral analysis, um, autism spectrum disorders, mm. behavioral health, and mental health. Okay. So with all of that, and I'm going to make a correlation that they don't make here in the article, but my own correlation is um, the rise of technology, the decline of uh, potentially publicly funded mental health um, help. There's a lot of organizations and nonprofits that are popping up. Um, and people are, I'm going to get into it again. I did this on our last episode. Like people are, are sad. Like people are disconnected from one another. And I think we're going to start seeing that has a 33% annual growth rate. So right below that customer success person is, I think people are reaching out for more support, more mental health support, more resources. Um, As kids come up through the ranks, there's more specializations through schools. Um, So I think the mental health industry is alone, alone is going to get a boost. Um, And the pure access to healthcare that we wouldn't even think 10 years ago, but like being able to remotely have a therapist, remotely right. talk to a doctor, um, step on a scale, step and, on and a have scale, all your <laughs> and have all your biometrics. <laughs> um, but when you think about it, when you think about the future of healthcare and that more telehealth and interactive experience, that's not on site. You're going to need more people that are basically a, a customer liaison for a patient. Right. And that's what a behavioral health technician can do. Okay. So, so it's interesting that you have those high-end, really technical jobs that are emerging from AI and machine learning. And then you have some of the support staff um, that's evolving and emerging from that as well, all the way down to those. I shouldn't say all the way down. but right. the- I think every single year over the past decade or so, we've seen sort of the, for lack of a better term, the de-evolution of jobs like marketing, psychology, uh, you know, those those pillar college career tracks because uh, the market is just inundated right. with those people. And now it's the, you know, we're in that, that valley of everyone creating the robots, creating the technology and running it all before hopefully not by 2021, but maybe by 2030, the top jobs are now the full creation of the automated robot. Oh, and boy. No one's running them anymore. <laughs> awesome. There's a world I want to live in. <laughs> it's just around the corner. <laughs> well, th- this, is a, this has been an interesting episode of What the Tech Just Happened, looking at 2020 and the emerging, emerging job industry and some of the new titles that are coming out there. Uh, if you guys are interested in it, you know, talk to your, your counselors and your advisors at the college level or even at the high school level if you're there. Um, and, you know, consider that because that... You, this is where it's heading, guys. <laughs> right. Or if you are early on in your career, like some of us, um, not all of us. I'm not early on in my career either. Nor am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it's a good time. I think it's a good time to evaluate what uh, what the next 10 years looks like for you and, and com- bumping that up against what's happening in technology. Because uh, if, if you aren't having that comparison, you could be one of those people that's 
left, no pun intended, with the snow outside, but left out in the cold right. when a, a job group is eliminated. Yeah. So so don't be stuck in a rut. You know, right. really kind of take a look at the trends that are coming up and, and see where you fit in. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, that's uh, a wrap for today's episode of What the Tech Just Happened. Tune in next week to hear an all new episode about what's going on in tech and what the tech just happened. Thanks, Thanks Rob. Thanks, <laughs> Rob.